0: Hey, hey, everybody, you are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and I hope everyone out there is having an amazing week. Uh, in North Carolina, we are preparing for teachers and students to go back to school. Uh, some people have already entered school this week and some are coming up for the next two or three weeks. They will be entering very soon. So what we are noticing here, I actually did a little bit of research. It was a survey that was released last month and it found that the rates of stress were higher among teachers than most other working adults during this pandemic. And as we're preparing to go back into the school systems with masks, without masks, vaccinated and not vaccinated, there's been a lot of talk of the stress being on the rise for people that are entering back in. And so I am just honored today to have a familiar face of the, the local radio station at WSIC. Um, and she's a former educator. She's a retired weather forecaster, Lisa Moser. Lisa is now facilitating peer support groups and advocating for self-care and teacher appreciation. She is also the project director of Upwind Projects, a nonprofit entity focusing on mental health awareness and serving teachers. So today we're going to be talking about going back to school, providing some resources for self-care and teacher appreciation as people get back out there. Lisa, welcome to the show, my friend. I just love seeing your bright, (laughs) shining face. How are you? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you that
1: uh, when you invited me to the show, I posted that I was going to be on the show yesterday and I got about a dozen calls asking me if Tracy was my sister. So, <laughs> Yes. I, I said, hey, you know, sisterhood. Yes, yeah, yes, how, yes. How do you answer that? <laughs> no we, great. we don't have the same mom and dad but yeah I'm like, okay
0: I see a little favoritism there absolutely the smile <laughs> the brightness we got a vibe going the cuteness. <laughs> that's the cuteness, the cuteness. yes yeah, the shine it's the shine it's the shine that's it <laughs> yeah good to see you good to see you as well how are you tell us a little bit about yourself where you are right now what's been going on how are you uh
1: still gearing up for the regular school year uh, not everyone has gone back here in georgia some of the charter schools are back i did check online to see what was going on uh, in north carolina because as you know uh, statesville north carolina is my home mm-hmm. and i consider atlanta my second home <laughs> and one of the things that uh, we are getting ready to uh, go into uh, is very similar to last year however uh, not everyone is mandating the mask wearing. And so that's a huge concern. And it's unfortunate because we already know, Stacey, that the majority of students, be there in high school, middle school, and certainly not elementary school, uh, These are this is a population that is not masked or not vaccinated. Right. And Requiring them uh, to wear a mask, I think, is one of the things that teachers would really appreciate. Not every system is doing that. And I am advocating that please send your son or daughter to school uh, with a mask, if not two masks, okay? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. That is a very big concern. You're right, because everywhere we're seeing the policy and procedures a little bit different, and people are having to make decisions based on the news that they're getting day by day, moment by moment. Have you and just
1: imagine if you went to your office and the majority of the population uh, did not have that vaccine, were not vaccinated. Imagine that, and you're going to be with that room full of people all day long. So hopefully they'll keep the mask on. And hopefully we're not going to see a repeat of a loss uh, that we did experience. I don't have numbers on how many teachers were uh, impacted by the virus, but we do know that that was a problem. We do know that a couple of schools already have seen uh, some information coming out of positive uh, uh, tests of COVID. So it's unfortunate, but it's already beginning to start.
0: You're right. You're right. Same thing going here in North Carolina. Things are already starting. And before we get into um, ways, because you've always been an advocate, you've always been on the front line of talking about how do we support our teachers and the people that are out serving our youth and and trying to take care of our kids. You've always been and had a big heart for the work that you're doing. Before we get into some strategies, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of how you got into what you're doing now.
1: Uh, once I retired from forecasting the weather, I did a lot of volunteer work in the classroom uh, in science. And so I think it was a natural move for me to move into the classroom as a science teacher. Uh, I taught nine years at the Friendbank Science Center here in Atlanta and then another 12 years at the International Student Center where I served as the science department chair. And let me tell you that as a teacher, you're always putting out fires. And so just think about uh, the firefighter, if I can use that analogy, because they deal with a lot of trauma, they deal with a lot of stressors and they're putting out those fires, but they're also paying very close attention to their mental health, to their physical fitness. And that is something that teachers, not all, but a lot of teachers are not really prepared for the stress that you're going to endure. And I don't mean once in a while, Typically you're in a stressful type of environment, be it for assessment, uh, student changes in population, student class change, changes in curriculum, you're under that stress. And so you are more likely to need an ongoing routine that simply addresses your self-care and your physical fitness. It's very important. I, over my uh, career, I saw a number of teachers Uh, retire, and then have so many illnesses. And a lot of it is related to diet and not exercising. And so I really want to emphasize how important it is because we're hanging in there every day, doing the best that we can, and we're putting out those fires. We've got to take more attention. We have to pay more attention to our self-care.
0: That is so good. And I like the analogy of the firefighter. That's so perfect because you're right. They're You're putting out fires every day and you are they have components where they're taking care of their mental and their physical. And as teachers and educators, yes, you guys are constantly from this thing to that thing, the unexpected happening every single day and having to roll with the punches and then having to meet expectations, whether it's a test score or whatever that might be. There's so many demands that are put on you and your focus is trying to make sure these kids are doing well and succeeding, but what about your mental and physical health?
1: Yeah, and, and we were doing all of that before the pandemic, right. and now we're into a second year right. of a global pandemic.
0: Wow. Wow. And so speak to that a little bit, because I can only imagine before the pandemic noticing that observation that there was a component or components missing from the physical and mental and emotional uh, care for educators before the pandemic. What was the impact on your mental health and physical health? And now with the pandemic, what do you think that looks like for for most now?
1: I think most teachers want to do their very best. And so many times uh, we may not be asked to put in 12 or 15 hours a day, but if that's what it takes to get the job done, many times we will do that. And it's to our detriment and not always, but we sometimes really limit how much attention we give to ourselves. Now, I do consider myself a little bit more fortunate in that my military training uh, required me to deal with stress in a very physical way. So I was always cycling or jogging or swimming or doing something, and that really helped me. But not knowing all of the components of my emotional intelligence, that was something that was a learning curve that I was behind And since uh, picking up that ball and rolling with it, this is how I developed the peer support groups. This is how I pay attention to what's going on with my own self-care. And what I share with others, I'm going to be teachers also.
0: Oh, that's good. And I would just want to piggyback on that. Thinking about what you're talking about from that mental health perspective, and teachers wanting to give their best to make sure that the students are performing at their best. So if they need to be there longer hours, they're just going to do it whether asked or not. And I can only imagine. So as a former athlete, when you think about performance, and now in terms of the education and just really helping people perform. You have the the day-to-day stress, like you said before pandemic, of just trying to be sure that everybody's on top, performing at their best, wanting the best for each student. Now imagine yes. an educator having to go into that same space and be an effective educator, but kind of operating in fear or concern. <laughs> That can be hostile. It can be a hostile environment or it can just be
1: overwhelming because of all of the tasks. Yeah. You use the word athlete. And I want to go back to that because as an elite athlete, they train, they play and then they break. Yes. Train, play, break for a teacher to constantly be in an environment where you are giving it one hundred and ten percent. How long can you keep doing that? I thought I could do it for 30 years. I found out I can't do it that long. (laughs) So nobody can. So it's really important. It's going to catch up with you one way or the other. I didn't quite get 20 years in, but I'm happy with what I'm able to do uh, both in my education career and my military career. But let me tell you that putting a a priority on what I eat, when I rest, uh, when I exercise, when I engage with friends and loved ones, that balance is so important. And it's so it's so easy for a teacher. to just gets sucked in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, my students are going to be the best. And we do want that. But we first have to say, I'm going to be my best that's so so
0: important so good and you're right your first initialist everybody else and that self-care and taking that at the forefront is is huge so how did you kind of did you know after kind of coming out of the education space that your next line of work was going to be in this advocacy space that you're in now let me share with you a
1: couple of personal things when it comes to uh, my own mental health, because I did not recognize uh, I was struggling with some anxiety and I did seek counseling and I'm so gra- glad that I had a wonderful therapist, but recognizing that I was not sleeping well, even when I was tired and prepared to go to bed, uh, sometimes I was only getting three or four hours of sleep. I couldn't explain it. Everything else seemed okay. Okay. But that is an indicator of anxiety. Uh, Sometimes when I was really uh, anxious, I was eating a lot of candy and sugar. That, too. (laughs) It may seem normal, but that, too, is an indicator of anxiety. So my therapist was a great teacher teaching me all about some of the things that are red flags and so I watch out for those things now. And I have a routine that I try to stick to. And if I if I go off that force a little bit, hey, I just kind of reel myself back in, learn to say no and put yourself no matter what you're doing, put some time in parent yourself, so to speak.
0: That's so good. You just dropped a lot of great nuggets with that and seeking your own counsel, seeking your own teaching and education so that it can help you be more effective in dealing with some of the things that were coming up for you that you didn't even recognize were there. So thank you for sh- you're already sharing some strategies there, looking for the indications that something is changing and something needs to be addressed. I think that is huge, because when we think about our normal day to day routine, we are getting signs and messages and signals all the time, and if we're not paying attention, it's so easy to miss those things or blow those things off. Oh, it's just this, or it's just that, and something's brewing underneath. Uh, not
1: getting enough sleep, not eating well, uh, going shopping too much, and then a lot of times, you know what people will do? They'll start smoking cigarettes or yep. drinking a little bit too much vino.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it's important, yes,
1: to recognize, hey, something you know, me to feel, you know, off my, off my
0: center. Yeah.
1: And know what your center is.
0: That part, you know, for
1: some, for some folks drinking a glass of wine once in a while, that might be your center. So if you're starting to Hey, hey. <laughs> you no know,
0: red flag. Yes, I want to stay right there for a minute because I like that. Know what your center is, because you know, because I know you listen to the show, and I appreciate you so much. We talk a lot about that self awareness piece and becoming more aware. Um, and you're right; in order to know that we've gone off track, we got to begin to first understand who are we. In that sense, what is normal for me in times of stress or in times of uh, things going well or in times of a challenge or a pandemic? What is my norm? And that can change, has probably changed and should change. But if it's going to the place like you just named, you're not sleeping well, you're, you're eating more sweets and things that you don't normally gravitate to, um, things are declining in terms of your relationships. I want to talk about that too, um, Lisa, in terms of community and relationships. How big is that in terms of having a network? But we have to be aware. Uh-huh.
1: We are a social being. So making sure that you have a circle of friends and family around you that support you and will tell you, yes. hey, you don't look so good. <laughs> hey, why come your hair is a mess today? You know, flip is hanging, so to speak. That's really important that you have people who are honest with you about, because you can work really for a little while, but give yourself a break. You can't stay at 110% all year long. That's just not good.
0: That's right. That's right. You're right. You have to be able to pull back, allow yourself to rest, and then get back out there. Let's talk a little bit about what you are involved in now. You're always doing something amazing. You have, you're the director of Upwind Project, a nonprofit entity focusing on mental health and awareness and serving teachers. So cool. Talk more about that.
1: Well, my sister, let me (laughs) tell you what I'm doing. Uh, First and foremost are the peer support group meetings. We have these peer support group meetings online. Uh, We would love to be face-to-face, but because of the pandemic, we are Zooming, and teachers can be anonymous when they log in, and we talk about everything from classroom challenges to self-help practices that are with you know, eating properly, exercising, and what resources are available uh, in your community. Uh, The peer support meetings are absolutely free because Upwind Project is a nonprofit. So I'm always begging for grants and money. But this year, something different that we're doing, we're providing a professional development course. It's a six week course. So I'll be talking a lot more about that. And also my workbook, the teacher peer support workbook uh, will be
0: coming out. I think it's gonna drop
1: in October so wish
0: me luck on that. Yes, you got to come back again with the drop happen. so we can we can reintroduce yes. it. We got to come back. Talk a little bit about that. So wait, peer support meetings. What is that for people that are listening and really never not really familiar? What's a peer support meeting uh, for people to be able to attend? What does that mean?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I think most people are familiar with what a crisis line or a hotline is. We are not that. We are more like a warm line. So if you're feeling anxious, you've got some Problems and challenges going on. You can log in uh, any Tuesday at seven o'clock during the regular school year. So we'll start back up in September here. And there are other teachers there that can relate to you because it's for teachers, it's not for anybody else. it's It's for educators. And so we're all familiar with the challenges, whether or not you're in North Carolina, Georgia, Florida. We've even had people log in from California and the UK. So we have very similar challenges and we talk about some of the things that we face. We don't always have a resolution, but sometimes it's just good to vent. But we also do provide self-care practices that are very familiar with health care, maintenance and stability. And of course, if you need more help than that, we do pass on those price lines and hope that your family will address
0: that with you. That's awesome. Is that like a confidential type group in terms of when people are joining a part of that network? Can they go there and share and be open we, freely? Or what's that like?
1: We offer that. Most people will just log in as who they are. Got it. But we offer anonymity because, as you know, there's been so much pressure. For our teachers not to have a voice. And you may recall last year when I did my radio show, Teacher Talk, that was one of the key elements of the show is you could call in and be anonymous because we do worry about what kind of repercussions might occur if we speak up. Yes. And that has happened. It's unfortunate, but it does happen. And I love having a voice for teachers. I don't claim to speak for all teachers, but I can tell you what I hear.
0: (laughs) I love it. Love it. Love it. What would you say if people are listening right now and they're like, "Hmm, that sounds like a group that I might want to really align with and get to know more about and become a part of what has been some of the feedback or the benefits or the comments from other educators in that space? What are they saying about having this network? You know, the
1: most common thing I hear is, "I'm so glad that I could talk with you with this group about this because my husband or my my wife is so tired of hearing me talk about school." So, <laughs> and we never get teachers never get tired of talking about schools. I don't think so. I think that's the number one thing that uh, they say, that they appreciate being able to talk to other peers that, you know, aren't in the same classroom as them, aren't in the same district as them, and they can freely express uh, what it is that their situation is that's causing them some challenges.
0: I can't thank you guys enough for doing that. It's so big, it's so necessary and for people to feel like they have a place. And I know you mentioned that, you know, getting, cause you are a nonprofit and I want to make sure that with the time we have left, people know how to support what you're doing to support your organization. Where can they go or what do they need to do to reach out?
1: The easiest way to make a donation or a contribution or just give your time is to go to my website at lisamoser.com. That's the easiest way to link up with the Upwind Project. That's awesome, Lisa Tell We're us. always looking for facilitators and sometimes we are able to join in on other events in the communities. so we have volunteers or your money. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) love it, love it, love it. And you've mentioned a couple of great tips already as it relates to our nutrition, our sleep, um, making sure we're staying physically active. How would you I love to ask the question to the guests that come on the show, because I'm always curious about what people and how people describe mental fitness for themselves. How would you describe mental fitness? And has there been any challenges that you face? And how did you overcome that? But what does that mental fitness mean to you?
1: Uh, let me answer this as a teacher that's in the classroom currently. Two things: stay away from the teachers' lounge where they have the donuts. That's very <laughs> important, really. Take you know, take your fruit with you. Stay away from that from those free donuts. And then the second thing I would advise is talk with someone that you can pair up. Now, this is going to sound silly, but this is really very important. And I wish I had this early on in my career. Make sure you have a buddy that will come by or you can go by there and say, hey, I need to go to the restroom because teachers have a huge problem sometimes if the restroom is not on your hallway of getting to the bathroom. It's a serious problem. I know it sounds funny, but it's a serious problem because teachers cannot leave students alone and you need to drink water. You cannot exercise and then drink water all day. And being able to go to the bathroom, get a partner, talk to somebody like, you know, at least twice a day, come by my room or I'm going to come by your room so you can go and work that out. That's a that's a that's a big tip. Really that's
0: huge. That's huge. And like you said, helping somebody help you be mindful of things that you might not even think about or be able to plan in your day. So having somebody alongside of you on your team. Yes, I know
1: it sounds kind of crazy, but let me tell you that I have spoken with a couple of retirees and unfortunately, uh, the two ladies that I'm speaking of both suffered from urinary tract infections and one of them actually uh, had a a terrible time with cancer. And it's from holding uh, your urine long periods of time uh, uh, frequently. So it can become a
0: problem. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for all that you are doing. Is there anything else that you would like our group to know about you and what you're doing and how to connect?
1: Uh, I will be back in my hometown, Statesville, North Carolina, doing my show, Teacher Talk, in August. Yes. And will it be okay for me to tell everybody that you are my sister so we can, you know, <laughs> that might give me that little effect. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. We are sisters. (laughs) Sisters in spirit always. Yes. Yes, (laughs) Oh, that's exciting. I'll see
1: you soon.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely see you soon, Lisa. I'm excited about it. I'm glad your show's coming back and you are coming back here to be around us. We cannot wait to have you. And I think for all the teachers... I got to
1: come home. Yes. You know I got to
0: come home. (laughs) Atlanta's
1: my second home. Right. Statesville is my home.
0: (laughs) That's right. And for for all the educators that are out there listening right now to this episode, if you have somebody that you're connected with or community that you're a part of, make sure you go back and listen to this a couple times and share this with your network of people that you know. So much power in community. And I think Lisa did an amazing job today just giving us just resources, not only for educators, but for ourselves. That self-awareness piece, being mindful that when stress comes up and when it's stress happens, because it will happen. Are we aware of the impact that it's having on our mental, physical and emotional well-being? And I love that you reached and out. And yeah. don't be
1: ashamed. Yeah. Don't be shamed to say mental health is my problem today.
0: Yes. You know. Yes, yes, yes. Mental health. If Miss
1: Biles, Simone Biles can do it, you can do it too.
0: All day long. And we have to begin to make it a priority. That's exactly what this community is about. And that's what we're going to continue to push forward. So making sure that you're not only checking in on yourselves, self-care first. The better you take care of yourself, the better you're going to be for the people that you serve. And so as you're taking care of yourself and you see a need in you, making sure you're linking and connecting and paying attention to the people around you, because they might not be able to say or they might not be able to see. So you may be the eyes that lead people to the resources that that you have. And you did say there's resources available on your website as well, right? Yes. Perfect. Yes. Please go to my website, lisamoser.com. You can link up to the Upwind
1: Project. And those are resources that uh, we provide as a service to all teachers?
0: Well, sister. I am so proud of you. Thank you for all that you're doing for so many people that you come in contact with. We love you. I can't wait to see you in August. And I, well, it's actually August, so I can't wait to see you soon. (laughs) And I want my mental fitness, right? Mid-month. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out and shine bright like the stars that we are. And I cannot wait to see you guys next week. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters.